Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now, let's join the service already in progress. Beautiful moms watching online that you feel celebrated and noticed today. Um, My prayer for you is the same prayer for myself, that not only would I feel celebrated, but that I would also get to take a nap. And all the moms said, amen. (laughs) That's the true gift for Mother's Day that all moms actually want. But I am Pastor Amy, my husband, Pastor Jeff and I, we are the senior pastors here at City of Life. And I'm very honored to be able to do part three in our FAQ series um, that we're answering frequently asked questions. And today I am talking about the question and answering the question, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for this beautiful day. I thank you for every uh, mother that is represented here, Lord, whether it be uh, young moms, grandmas, Uh, mentors, maybe even moms in waiting. I thank you, Lord, that you would just allow your affirmation to be poured out on each and every individual. I thank you, God, just like Hannah, she knew that you were the miracle worker. She knew you were the one that could bring about the desire of her heart for a baby, for a child. And I just speak right now that those who may be in waiting, that they would sense your peace, that they would hand it over to you, and that you would, in fact, work a miracle on each and every person that is believing for a child. I thank you for moms today that they would feel celebrated, they would feel encouraged, that they're doing a great job, and that we would just be able to experience your presence here today and life change in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen. Before I move on, I do want to make sure, I know you already heard the announcements, but I wanted to invite all of the ladies. This Friday night, 6.30, the doors open. Zoe night is our women's ministry here at City of Life, and I am already so excited about the teaching that I have ready. We're going to learn a little bit more about the life of Moses And we already had a prayer time with some of the leaders for Zoe Night, and it was amazing. And I believe it was a precursor to what the Holy Spirit wants to do that night. So please be here. Um, Make plans, 6.30. I want to meet you. uh, Celebrate a a fun girls' night together. We even have childcare, so we tried to make sure that you didn't have any excuse to be with us, be with your sisters in Christ. But today, what is my purpose. Kind of a heavy question if you think about it. And honestly, it's a very debated topic. Philosophers and and thought leaders, they have very different takes on the answer to this question. Some philosophers believe that there really is no purpose needed to be defined in a human's life. That in fact, it just is part of uh, our human experience that if we have success, then that is purpose. 
that you don't need to define what a purpose is. You just live to the best of your ability, and then there's fulfillment in that. But what I think is interesting is the fact that this question is one of the most commonly asked questions on the internet. It comes in different forms. It's what is the meaning of life? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What should I do with my life? What on earth am I here for? At the heart of that question, I believe that people are searching and seeking meaning. And we know as believers that the Bible tells us that our life is but a vapor. It's quick. Uh, it makes me sad when I think about um, motherhood, that quote that I don't know if you've heard it before, but it says, uh, the days are long, but the years, wait, is that it? Yeah, but the years are short. It just makes me think like, oh, that's so sad. But it's actually true that life goes by so quickly. And we have discovered in the last two weeks about uh, my husband's teaching about heaven and hell and what happens when we die. And we understand that this quick, short life that we live on earth is what ultimately sets up what our eternity is going to look like. The decisions we make, the person we become, the things we do for God, it all is uh, leading towards the future and the eternity that we have in heaven laying up treasures or letting things that will be not lasting be a part of our lives. But I want to encourage you today that your purpose can be discovered. It is a thing. It is something that's necessary as believers. It's something that we can put our hope in, our confidence in, our security in, and you don't have to type into Google, what is my purpose? Today, we're going to answer that question. I'm going to answer it in three different ways, three points that I have today. And they all rhyme. And I'm not mad about it. When it came to me, I was like, thank you, Holy Spirit. That was totally you. Totally you. But what is our purpose? People seeking and desiring to know what the meaning is for their life. There is a knowing, a, 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 a desire to know like something deeper than just the superficial realm we're familiar with. Even those who don't believe in God still wonder, there's got to be something more to this life than just what I see in front of me. Not everyone, but some people. When we look towards heaven, we know it's the prize. But today, I want you to understand that you have a purpose. I think that that's really crucial to decide in advance, we all agree, about the fact that if your heart is still beating and there is still breath in your lungs, God is not done working his purpose through you. There's still purpose on the inside of you that you have yet to fulfill. Mark Twain, one of his famous quotes says, there are two important days in each person's life. The most important day. 
Number one, the day that you are born. And number two, the day you figure out why. Why? We can come up with ideas. We can say, I, I, I'm here to, uh, to make the world a better place because my personality is so awesome. Or I'm here to be a lawyer. I'm here to be a doctor. And all of those things, to me, are, are on the external but what God wants to explain to us today and how he wants to answer this question is something that's much, much deeper and more significant. The first answer to what is my purpose is to know God. To know God. When I was studying this, I felt as if I wasn't getting a whole lot of clarity or energy on the topic. I was going to talk about Esther and her life. I was going to talk about Joseph and his life and all these things. But then I felt like the Holy Spirit told me in the middle of the night last night, he said, you're overcomplicating it. He said, and in fact, that's what most people do is they overcomplicate it. Wondering what this, you know, romanticized idea or this you know, theoretical concept of what your purpose is, but it's, in fact, it's very concrete that you were created with a purpose and on purpose, and part of that reason is to know God, to know him. Every human has a purpose, and God created you with intentionality. Listen to this. Ephesians 1, 11 through 12 says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Sounds like purpose, right? Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us. He had designs on us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone, every created person has a purpose. God has designed you for a purpose. This verse is telling us that he had you in mind from the beginning of creation. He knew he had to create you for his own pleasure so he could love you. And we do overcomplicate it thinking it's too simple that our purpose and our fulfillment could be found in just simply knowing God. But listen, one of the things that I saw as an answer to what is my purpose was that they, the philosopher was encouraging people to look within. And I thought, if I look within, I don't see purpose. I see a messed up person. I see flaws. I see insufficiencies. I see insecurities. Because I have something to explain to you that you can't find your purpose by looking within because you didn't create you. Have you ever seen Shark Tank? I love that show. I would pick Mark Cuban, just so you know. Or Lori, because she's, you know, HSN and QVC. They always sell awesome things. So... My mother-in-law agrees. 
She is a frequent shopper of HSN and QVC. But inevitably, when this inventor comes on to Shark Tank, they have to explain to the sharks what the purpose of this invention is. Correct? Have to answer its function. Have to answer what issues it solves or what problems it solves. So in order to discover purpose, you can only go to two different sources. Number one, ask the inventor. Ask the creator. Or two, read the owner's manual. But God is telling us today and reminding us you can know and be confident in your purpose by knowing him. And by reading the owner's manual, the Bible. He has it all laid out for you, and it's clear. See, our purpose in knowing God is beginning to understand how much he actually loves us. And then through that, responding with love back to him. The more you understand how crazy God is about you, the more fulfilling your life becomes. The more you step into his ultimate purpose. He did not create you for you to do things for him. He did not create you with expectations of this to-do list that you have to accomplish in order for him to respond to you. He created you because he loves you. He created you because he wanted to have a relationship with you. But we overcomplicate it thinking that if we can accomplish these specific things, then I'll know why God designed me and why he put me here. But just knowing him, getting to know him more, understanding the depth of his love, that is our purpose. Do you know my kids, I, I love my kids so much. How amazing was that video, by the way? Did you guys get emotional? I kind of wish that our creative team had come up with that, like, when my kids were little. But as of right now, I don't think it would have the same effect or emotional response when um, my kids are 19, 17, and 11. <laughs> Be a little awkward, so they would all pass. But that was so beautiful. But I, I love my kids so much. So much. But did you know, I'm not going to love my kids more one day when they have a degree. Or if there's a certain GPA that they attain. Or some achievement is accomplished in their life. I'm not going to love them more because of the things that they do in their life. I love them because they're mine. And there is such confidence. See, what people are wanting to know when they're asking, what is my purpose? They're saying, hey, what is the meaning of all of this? And God is saying, to know me. To be in relationship with me. To be affirmed by my love, by my affection. He created you for relationship. And when we respond to that, that's fulfilling our purpose. That's doing exactly 
what we were created to do. Meaning and purpose can only be found through the salvation that Jesus provided. The only way Psalm 149.4, I don't want to get ahead of myself, says, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Takes pleasure in his people. Colossians 1.16 says, Everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. We overcomplicate it, don't we? But he makes it so clear that our purpose is found in him and him alone. It goes on to say he was there before any of it came into existence and holds it all together right up to this moment. Life and purpose can only begin to make sense once you begin to know God more. That's when it will make sense. That's when it clicks. That's when you can walk upright and confident that you are fulfilling your daily purpose is when you understand and know God more. Let God love you and learn to love him back in response. Can you say amen? That's our purpose. Letting him love us. Flaws and all. Appreciating that he loves us. Accepting his grace and his mercy. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Because we know ourselves really well. And we feel unlovable sometimes. But God wants to make it so clear today that he gave you a purpose. He designed you for a reason. And all you have to do is love him back. Just shower. That's what worship is, by the way. Did you know that? Worship is just declaring your love for God. So no wonder there is so much anxiety and stress and depression in our world if we're considering that our success and our purpose is measured by human standards. We allow worry instead of worship. But if our focus is the fact that we're simply created and purposed to love God, you stay on track. You don't waver. You don't falter. And you allow yourself, rather than to worry, you worship. You stay in constant communication, in constant dedication to the Lord. 1st purpose of your life is to know him better and love him more. And at the end of the day, you can know that that was a successful day. If you know God a little bit better and you love him a little bit more. We complicate it, but he makes it so simple. Ephesians 1, 4 through 6 says, how blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ. And takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundations, he had us in mind. 
He had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning all of this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son. To be made whole and holy, that verse says. That sounds like purpose to me. To be the center of the focus of love that God has, that sounds like purpose to me. That's why we are here. He had us in mind. Can you say amen? So to know God is number one. Number two, to grow in Christ. You see, know and grow? I know. You're welcome. Grow in Christ. Romans 8.28 is so clear. As we're searching for meaning, as we're asking the question, what is my purpose? There really couldn't be a verse that sums it all up better than Romans 8.28. And in fact, I didn't want to fully steal all of my husband's content because it's phenomenal. But I do highly recommend his book, Jesus First, Jesus Always. And he talks about this specific verse and how it pertains to our purpose. And I will never forget the first time that he preached this, about this verse specifically. It illuminated something so clear to me that I had struggled with. I, we all struggle wondering what our purpose is, in particular in different seasons of our lives. See, the problem is if it's a man-made theory and based on man-made ideas or a to-do list or a checklist, when suffering comes, when a different season in life comes, your purpose is not steady. It's not consistent. But if it's in knowing God and growing in Christ, that is stable. That is consistent. That is something that is a firm foundation to live your life on. Romans 8.28 is so clear, guys. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are called according to his purpose. Verse 29 says, for whom he foreknew... He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. The word purpose is in there and destiny. Our purpose and our destiny is to be conformed to the image of Christ. Again, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, so my purpose isn't to be a pastor. My purpose isn't to be married or a mom or a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer or any of those things. Because if my purpose is in what I'm doing, 
it changes constantly. But what this verse is telling us is your purpose is not found in what you are doing. Your purpose is found in who you are becoming. So number one, you know God. And number two, you become more like Christ. This verse is so clear. It's saying all you need to worry about, child of God, is knowing me more and looking more like Jesus. Being conformed into his image and likeness, that literally means being molded into the shape of Jesus. The way he thinks, the way he processes, the way he responds, the attitude he has, the patience he has, the joy he has, all of those things, that is a purpose worth living for. It's not in what you do. If it was, then each season of your life would have a different purpose and leave you feeling unfulfilled. There are so that's why I want to make sure you understand there is a difference in potential and purpose. Potential, we all have potential. You know what I thought I had potential to do when I was 10? Work with killer whales. I saw Free Willy, and it changed my life. I'm actually not kidding. I legitimately, I would weep to that movie. And I was like, my potential is to be a trainer at SeaWorld and work with killer whales. But the problem is, is my potential also was limited in the fact I'm not a strong swimmer. So that didn't really parallel too nicely. So thank you, Jesus, for calling me into ministry. But your potential is just the things you can do, the things that you could train to do, the things that you can, uh, uh, you know, try to do. That's your potential. But your purpose is what you were created to do. What you were created to do. And it has nothing to do with your potential. Your potential can be met or it can have lack. But your purpose remains. You know, you will ultimately fulfill your full purpose in heaven. Let me explain it this way, and I know this sounds strange, but even Jesus on the cross when he died, he died with potential. He could have done more. He could have done anything. He could have accomplished whatever he wanted, but his purpose was complete. And that is the difference of people who choose to see that their purpose is found in becoming more like Jesus. You don't have to strive. You don't have to question. You don't have to be pushed around by situations and circumstances in life. Because your purpose doesn't waver. And your purpose will be made complete. Becoming like Jesus is 
our purpose, being conformed into the image and likeness of Jesus. That's why we come to church, is to learn more about who he is, learn more about his attributes and the things that need to shift and change and be molded in our lives. Purpose is not about doing. It's about being and becoming. People live unfulfilled if they live life to check off a to-do list. But that is not our designed purpose. Can you say amen? Why am I here? Why is this happening? Questions that can plague us. But today, I feel confidence to know that through this revelation, through understanding what our true purpose is, you can answer and settle those questions once and for all. In particular, when I was a young mom, if I had continued to allow myself to wonder if my purpose was something external or my purpose was something that is determined by man's standards, that could have been a very, it can be, I think it can be a very frustrating season in your life if you think your purpose is completely connected to the season that you're in. A young mom is limited in the things that she has potential to do. It's just the season you're in. You're tired. Amen. You remember? You're, you're maybe not, as ab not able to be as um, committed or around people as much. Maybe your vocation changed and you're no longer working in an office and you're working from home. Or maybe even through the pandemic, if you had an idea that your potential was in fact your purpose and you were confused if you lost your job or lost money in a bank account or didn't get to finish the degree that you had started, all of those things can cause us to question our purpose if we have our sights set on the wrong thing. But if we know our purpose can be fulfilled day in and day out, starting today, starting today with confidence, you can say, I'm fulfilling my purpose. I'm choosing to love the way Jesus loves. I'm choosing to forgive the way Jesus forgives. I'm choosing to have patience on 192, even though it really pushes my buttons. And can we just talk about the turnpike as well? Why didn't they finish it going south from uh, Osceola Parkway to here? Anybody? Anybody. Who do we write? Who do we complain to? It's foolishness. Why would you go from like nine lanes to two? You merge to two and it makes no sense to me whatsoever. But I choose to be conformed into the image and likeness of Jesus, even passing Osceola Parkway. But honestly, rather than each day wondering, hey, was today a good day? Whether you fail in your own estimation or whether you 
have success in your own estimation. You can know that you are in fact fulfilling your purpose if you know that you got to know God a little bit more. You got to understand his love a little more. And that you chose to become more like Jesus. We complicate it. But it's actually very simple. Very simple. Number three. So the first one was know God. Second one was grow in Christ. And I know you're so excited about the third one because it rhymes. Go to all the world. Go. So listen, when you understand your purpose, you understand that we are here on mission. So often people are like, what am I supposed to do with my life? What career path should I choose? You know, how do I make sure that I'm making a difference or an impact or, or some kind of lasting impression? How do I know if I'm leaving a, a legacy? The way you can know all of those things is that as you're getting to know the Lord more, as you're becoming more like Jesus, inevitably fruit will grow in your life. You will mature. And the more you know about God, the more you understand everyone around you has to know. And that is the mission of a believer. Is that when you, how could we keep it to ourselves when we're talking about the fact that we are living with purpose headed towards what our eternity will ultimately look like? I love what Paul says in Acts 20, verse 24. He says, But life is worth nothing unless I use it for doing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. And then he tells us what that work is. The work of telling others the good news about God's mighty kindness and love. The word evangelism can be a little intimidating, but all it means is telling people the good news of what God's done for your life. Inserting beautiful ways that God wants to use other people in just everyday conversations. Allowing people to know that God, in fact, loves them too. So when we're on purpose, we understand there's also a mission. The Bible clearly tells us it's the last thing that Jesus said to his disciples. He told them, go into all the world and also make disciples. Go into all the world and tell people they have a purpose. Go into all the world and tell people God loves them. Go into all the world and make sure that they know there is meaning. This life is quick. This life is but a vapor. But you can have fulfillment every day by knowing God, becoming more like Jesus. And then inevitably, your mission becomes going into all the world telling people of his goodness and his love. A lot of people wonder, is my mission to do something specific? Maybe, like I said, maybe be a lawyer, a doctor, an accountant, 
But our mission is ultimately to make sure people know there is hope found in a relationship with Jesus. As our life matures and we become more like Jesus, the fruit in our life is so clear to those around us. So I just challenge you, in all you're doing, who are you becoming? And is anyone going to heaven because of you? Are you living on mission? Are you telling anyone about Jesus? Are you I know we can get intimidated, but the more you do this, the more you understand who he is and how he loves you and what his purpose is in your life, the overflow just happens. It's not intimidating. It's, it's a mission that you live your life for. And that is purpose found in God. He has created you with purpose and on purpose today. And I just pray that this word just liberates you. That you don't have to live under the burden of wondering, what is all of this for? Does it even matter? It does. And I do believe that the Holy Spirit has just spoken to people today. Maybe you've felt pressured. Maybe you've questioned. Maybe you've wondered. Today, I just pray that you feel a renewed confidence in the purpose of God for your life. I would love to pray for each and every one of you today as we close this amazing time together. I love that the Holy Spirit is very intentional. That in a room of this size or even those who are watching at home, that if this is just one message or one idea, one talk, but each person I know the Holy Spirit can speak something very specific and detailed. And I believe some people here today, they know that now they understand more of their purpose, but I also know that there are people here today that maybe you've never even put your faith in Jesus. You've never understood the purpose that could be found in a relationship with God. And I would just like to pray today, maybe if you um, could just all bow your heads, close your eyes, you're listening online, I'm talking to you too, that a relationship with Jesus is the beginning of finding your why. It's the beginning of finding your purpose. So today, I just want to ask just quickly, if you're in the room, if you're online, would you just quickly lift your hand and just say, Pastor Amy, that's me. Would you pray for me today? I need Jesus. I want to be in relationship with God. I want to know the way he loves me. I want to find my purpose. I want to step into all that God has designed for me. I see those hands. Thank you for those hands. Thank you. If you're watching online, you can lift your hand in the privacy of your own home or maybe just with confidence and boldness, type in the chat, say, I need Jesus. Could you all repeat this prayer after me with those that have their hands lifted? Heavenly Father, thank you for your plan of salvation. It was your design to create me for a relationship. But sin cut that plan. But thank you, Jesus, that when you gave your life, 
you saw to it that plan would be accomplished, that I could have right standing with you and a relationship again with my heavenly father. I thank you that today I step into my purpose. It's to know you, God. It's to become like you, Jesus, and to tell the world about your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I celebrate each hand that was lifted, those of you watching online. How beautiful that the Holy Spirit would take a moment like this, give us renewed confidence and assurance as we walk out this week. You're fulfilling your purpose. Love you all. Have a wonderful day. Happy Mother's Day. This concludes the teaching. If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.